welcome back to Flick Talk with your favourite hosts as usual, Fee and Belle. I'm Fee as usual. <laughs> and I'm Belle. <laughs> and today we are talking about the sisterhood of the travelling pants part two. So we part have two. a part one guys, so go listen to that before you listen to this one because it may not make complete sense, so yeah. yeah. Okay, so we'll get started with a brief intro just to give you guys an idea of what this one's about. So um, the movie was released in 2008 and um, it's based on um, the um, Anne Brasher's fourth novel in the Sisterhood series, which is called Forever in Blue. And um, it's a romance comedy drama and it features the original cast, um, namely Amber Tamlin, America Ferreira, Blake Lively, and Alexis Bledel. And um, we also see some appearances from Jesse Williams, Grey's Anatomy. Mm-hmm. Take a shot. Mm-hmm. Take a shot. <laughs> Lucy Hale, Pretty Little Liars. Mm-hmm. Um, Kyle Merritt Luck- uh, Lucklin, who is the uh, like the drama coach guy. Who I know him from Desperate Housewives. I don't know if you recognize him, Fee. No, I don't think I know. Oh, yeah. He was in Desperate Housewives. He was, like, one of their husbands. Oh, okay. I know. And then um, Rachel Nichols as Julia, who is um, like, um, Carmen's, like, frenemy. Oh. And we've also got Leonardo Nam, who plays Brian, Tibby's boyfriend, mm-hmm. and Tom Wisdom, who plays Ian and is um, Carmen's, like, love mm-hmm. interest for the yeah. summer. Um, and yeah. it was directed by Sana Hamry, and the screenplay was by Elizabeth Chandler, who um, wrote the previous film as well, part mm-hmm. one. And it also incorporates scenes from scenes and storylines from the second summer of the Sisterhood and Girl in Pants. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to go over um, kind of what uh, Belle already touched on. So just kind of the specifics of the movie. Um, so obviously, as Belle mentioned, it was directed by Sana Hamri. Um, she's also a well-known music video director. Um, she's directed music videos for Prince, Christina Aguilera, Mariah Carey, Sting. Um, and I think she's mainly known as like the director for um, Just Right. So that was, so that was weird. Oh, yeah. Is that Queen, Queen Latifah? Yeah, Queen Latifah and Common. Yeah. yeah. Queen Latifah and Common. Um, and then she's also done another movie um, which was called Something New. And that has. Oh, I'm blanking on her name. But she was in. I think she was in Girls Trip. Um, um, hang on. Hang on. Something her new. Her name is Sana. Oh, Sana Lathan. Um, Lathan. Yeah. I think she was in Girls Trip. She wasn't in Girls Trip, no, but she she's in. in um, she was in the Best Man Holiday. That's what I'm missing. Yeah, the Best Man and the Best Man the Holiday. The Best Man, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Love yeah. and Basketball. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I think she's also in Now You See Me, too. She's like the. FBI she is. Lady. She's like um, yeah. your favorite person, Mark Ruffalo's. I think Ruffalo's. his like his boss or something. She like plays yeah, a detective boss, or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Maybe I should watch a Mark Ruffalo movie today. Um, <laughs> to get me out of the blues. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, so uh, Sana Hamu is like a Moroccan-American film uh, director and she's kind of like 
a really niche director as well mm. um i think she's won obviously like a couple of awards as well um and like mostly her kind of films have gone on um to make like you know big money and like which is kind of unknown territory obviously at that time for like a woman a female director um so it was produced by as we mentioned so the same producers deborah martin chase who also produced the princess diaries um denise dinovi broderick johnson kira davis um as obviously um bell mentioned it was written by elizabeth chandler um based on the sisterhood of the traveling pants saga i would say um edit um so the little music but the music was uh composed by rachel portman now you might think that um so they use a different i think uh composer in the last film and i think he didn't return for the sequel his name was uh uh cliff something mm. Oh, Cliff Eidelman. So he didn't come back for the sequel. But Rachel Portman's kind of also a Academy Award like composer. So she's done movies like Emma, um, the 1996 version, not the horrible one in 2017. Um, Chocolat, which is one of my favorite movies. If you've ever watched it, it's with um, uh, Johnny Depp and I don't know what the woman's name is. People are going to kill me for getting it wrong. <laughs> Um, Juliette Binoche who's a French actress anyway it's a really good movie Belle I, if okay. I were you I would watch it it's like a it's a very cosy movie um, okay. but it's also like a good movie um, yeah so she's a very like kind of uh, known um, known composer um, for you um, so the principle of photography was again quite like the last movie um, in Santorini, Greece, in um, Aya, which Aya is a really nice island if you ever want to go to Santorini. It's like literally the one with like all the domes and stuff. So if you are looking to go there, you should go there. Should go there. <laughs> um, and started and continued in Connecticut. So obviously all the kind of Yale and um, Rhode Island kind of scenes that they shot were in Connecticut, Connecticut mm. State university and then all of tibby's scenes were filmed in new york city um yeah um the cinematography was by jim denault um produced by alloy entertainment and martin chase obviously as we mentioned distributed by warner bros um was set on a budget of 27 million dollars and then made a box office of 44.3 million dollars um, kind of understandable because they shot in New York, so I'm guessing that would have, mm. you know, taken a lot, taken of, the a lot of the budget. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think that's about it. And then I'm just gonna say, uh, go to the summary, uh, and then I'll pass it over to Belle. Um, there's two summaries as always. <laughs> one, is, one is quite like direct, and the other one is very um, expansive. Okay. I'll, read I'll read both because I feel like everyone will love everyone will really find the first one funny <laughs> here it goes um, so it's like one line four college freshmen and best friends find that it may take more than a shared pair of jeans to help them stay in touch as their lives go in different directions that was it ladies and gents that was the only 
pretty much sums yeah, up the movie. That was to be literally the, the movie. Um, so the expansive one is as follows: um, Carmen Lowell is working on the backstage of a play at Yale when the lead actress, her friend Julia, invites her to Vermont with her to work on a play with a professional cast she decides to stay with her friends and her pregnant mother however she changes her mind after she finds that her friends will all leave for the summer Lena Caligaris will tra- will travel to a drawing course Bridget Re- Reland, who is in an existential crisis missing her mother will travel to an archaeological dig in Turkey Timmy Tomko Rollings I don't know why they added that last name I can't remember if that was in the first one as well I don't think so. I mean, middle name, sorry. Tibby Tom. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't remember that. Yeah. Anyways, Tibby Tom Rollins is working in a rental um, and still editing her documentary. Carmen grows a crush on the lead actor, Ian, who who convinces her to participate in an audition. And she is then invited by the director, Bill Kerr, to perform the lead female role. Later, she finds the truth about the friendship of Julia. The broken-hearted Lena finds that Costas has just married and she dates the model of her drawing glass. Bridget finds letters addressed to her from her grandmother um, that her father has hidden and decides to visit her, discovering information about her mother. Tibby makes love with her boyfriend, Brian McBrien. Wait a minute, his name is Brian McBrien. I think yes because oh yes in the first movie you know the little girl that becomes Tibby's assistant I forgot her name she, well you know when she says oh I've got a good uh, Bailey. Bailey she says oh I've got a good story for you it's this guy called Brian McBrien oh okay yeah oh, okay okay I literally didn't pick up on that um uh, and get scared of, so uh makes up with her boyfriend Brian McGrine and gets scared of a possible pregnancy in the end the girls discover that their friendship is real and amounts to more than just a pair of jeans um okay edit okay guys so we're diving into the script and um just like um we mentioned in the previous episode um for part one um Carmen is still the narrator in this one it's not she doesn't massively narrate throughout, but just occasionally we get like some narration from her. Um, we also have um, the genre is um, romance com- slash comedy slash drama. And I don't know how you feel about this fee, but I thought this was a bit more balanced when it came to romance drama, like the drama and the comedy compared to the first one. Do you know what? And I think we'll get to this later, but I really don't like this. The sequel. The sequel. I yeah. like the end. Like the end. Not because it was ending, but like I like the end because they went. Sorry, spoiler alert! But they went to Greece and like they went mm-hmm. there for, um, they went there for Lena. But I just feel like something was missing in the second one. I agree. And it would it wasn't as emotionally investive, investive, investing as the first one. So I don't know. Yeah. I one hundred percent agree. This one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. We've also got, uh, yeah, so we, um, the romance elements, um, we see Carmen and Ian. Mm-hmm. Um, we've also got the relationship between Brian and Tibby and um, also Lena and Costas, who we see in the first mm-hmm. movie. 
and then we've got um when it comes to the comedy elements i feel like that really came from tibby and lena's grandma i felt like lena's grandma had like one-liners she was like yeah you know when they lose the pants and she's she asked her grandma oh how do i say um i lost my pants and she's like great girls don't lose their pants (laughs) (laughs) and then we've also got like the drama elements and I thought that that, came, that really came through from Bridget's storyline. Mm-hmm. And um, um, obviously um, them kind of diving I, into... Yeah, yeah. I yeah. Think, sorry, I'm just going to add it in. I think Bridget in this movie was, well, a really multifaceted character. Like, she had more dimensions. Yes. Yeah, than, than, than the last kind of... Well, last sequel. Movie. Last sequel. Yeah. I'm not making Yeah, sense, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, so I think yeah, the drama really came came across in Bridget's storyline especially, and um, because mm-hmm. we see more, um, we see them explore more of um, you know her relationship with her pet, her family, and mm-hmm. um, they you know go on to discuss her mum's mental illness, um, her mental health struggles, and her suicide, mm-hmm. and then we also see um, her kind of. Um, reconnecting with her grandma her her estranged grandma who she hadn't seen since she was like a really young girl about five or six and then we also see um her confront her issues with her dad because it, even in the first movie um we see them as very distant mm-hmm. but this time we see them actually head on um dive into their issues and we see them resolve their problems as well mm-hmm. and then uh yeah um, and then for setting, um, we see Bridget in Turkey, we see Lena, Effie, and, well, all of them end up in Greece. Mm-hmm. And we also see Tibby in New York, and we see Carmen in Vermont. So, yeah. Yeah. That is all. I literally have two facts, because obviously a lot of <laughs> facts were, like, there for the of last movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first fact is, while filming in Santorini, this is one of my like fears if I am swimming in the ocean. Oh my god. Blake Lively stepped on a sea urchin. <gasps> if you know don't know what a sea urchin is, Google it. Um because ba- so I don't know how to describe it, but they're basically like fish. They're not fish, are they? They're mam they're I'm being really stupid on this. Uh but they're ba- they're fish, whatever. They're in the ocean. And yeah. um they basically have like like re- like finite like mm. are, what are they called like like limb i don't know like um it kind of reminds me of you know those animals that have the spikes um not- yeah but i mean yeah so like but what are they what purpose do they serve for the sea urchin like, are um, they legs or i don't know anyway oh, so the sea urchin is basically covered with like needle like yeah, yeah. I think they're called needles um and it's just all around so it's like so painful so um and basically it can literally it's so sharp that it can go through your foot this is one of my biggest fears if when i'm swimming somewhere um so while filming poor like god bless blake lively um while filming oh, in santa no. blake lively stepped on a sea urchin and had 42 needles stuck in her foot and the what the craziest thing is they didn't have any pain medicine so the doctors had to pick it one by one Mm, how like that is literally one of my fears that is one of my fears oh gosh 
Um, because you know you can apparently die from this. Die. From CO2. Oh, can you? Oh, I didn't realize. Because it, if it can like go through your foot, I think you you have to have your foot foot um, amputated or something. I don't know. Maybe I'm just I like. I wonder if it's poisonous. <laughs> Maybe my fear is getting too much of me. Um, yeah, but that was a gnarly fact. I didn't even know that they had sea urchins in Santorini. Thank God I didn't like watch this movie before I went to Santorini. Otherwise, I would be scarred. Um, anyways, so the the kind of uplifting, if you might call it, is a film based on the book sequel to The Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants 2 had been announced and it was produced by Alloy Entertainment and all four cast members have actually like gone on record saying that there's going to be another Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants 3. Mm. I think we talked about this last week where they yeah. I think it's going to follow them as mothers or like um um I think yeah mothers but also what I've also heard from like book fans is that Tibby dies in in one of the books. You Boy, know what it's when I was looking when I was like researching um I saw like you know when people ask questions, does Tibby die? Yeah, in... I saw it for this movie, and I was like, does Tibby die in this movie? Yeah, I. Anyways. I don't know where that's coming from. Um, but as of twenty twenty, there is no update about this potential sequel. So yeah, I guess might, COVID... might not happen. I reckon they'll do it though. I mean, they've waited this long, so I guess you know it probably won't bother them to wait. Yeah. Also, none of them are now like any series. Uh, either what they're gonna do is kind of make it in a series, or what they'll do is just make a one-off movie. I think they'll make a one-off movie, probably. I don't know. Yeah. I just have a feeling. I think the reason why I think it'll be a series is because Alexis Bedell is not currently on anything. I think what Handmaid's Tale is finished, isn't it? Yeah. So she's not on anything. America Ferrera, Superstore finished this year. I don't know about Amber Tamlin and Blake Lively. I don't, um, I don't think Blake Lively's in anything like any like any like shows or ongo- ongoing. Sh- no, not on shows. I've heard movies, but not on shows. Yeah, it's crazy because this is um, released in two thousand eight when Gilmore Girls was finished in two thousand eight, and then I think they just started Gossip Girl as well in this year on this year. And they were like. A few years into Ugly Betty, weren't they? Maybe one or two years into Oh, this Ugly has Betty. probably started. Yeah, yeah. Because basically when I was researching, I saw like um, pictures of like the cast members of Ugly Betty on, on the premiere. So I'm like, okay. Oh, wow. Of course it would have. Yeah. I think that's about it. Um, so obviously now we're going to kind of move on to the questions. Um, because I feel like we'll have to say a lot of about the questions um so let's because obviously this is a female um oh actually no i had one thing to mention i really like their costume like i really like their style in this movie i don't know if i i I, like i love really um uh, i I like tibby's style and i like alexis bridell's style you know when you said it they were the first two that came to mind because with carmen i don't really yeah, she I, I didn't really notice any difference. Yeah, mm. and unless for, in the um, last one, Bridget, you see it, when they're all like wearing summer clothes and like on vacation. Oh, in Greece. Mm. Mm. Yeah. But I really love their costume. Yeah. I just wanted to add that in before we go to the questions. Um, 
yeah so the first question would obviously be how are the female relationships in the sequel compared to the first movie i mean obviously this they're they're in a time of their lives where they're going off to college and i feel like naturally that creates distance and it creates a bit of friction and um i think i think that's the whole plot yeah. yeah that's the whole plot of it that they um we you know you know they um when they kind of try to do their ritual and they're sat around the pants and doing like the whole oh these are the rules for the pants and they're all kind of like okay Carmen we get it we've done this a million times yeah they're not interested yeah, yeah. they're not interested and you can just kind of see I, I think I, I don't want to say it's fizzling out but I think it's just part of growing up yeah that's what I thought yeah, yeah. so I think we just see them growing up and um mm-hmm. We, obviously we see tension between Libby and Carmen again like we did in the first mm-hmm. movie um, we see um, I'm, oh and also the friction between um, oh Lena's character and her sister Effie yeah, yeah like her sister's such a yeah another character yeah. yeah and her sister's obviously like oh you care more about your friends than you do about me and I'm, I'm you know I'm your sister and yeah, um, yeah I think I don't want to say we saw and it wasn't they weren't unhealthy female relationships I think they were just portraying like the realistic nature of you know friendships when they go through like they you know they're going through such a trying season because this is the first time yeah. that they're apart um this is the first time that they're doing something like this go, going off to pursue their careers and um mm. you know college and their degrees and stuff so yeah I just think we saw them grow and even with yeah. the friction that we did see, it was, it's just a part of what comes with friendships that are like, our, yeah, grow, yeah. Uh, not outgrowing um, each other, but just growing, part of growing. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that. I think what, like what you said is bang on is about like, we see them like at university. So they're both, kind, they're all kind of going through their different journeys. Like, yeah. um, also they're trying to figure themselves out. And I think that, like obviously when they come home that's their one thing is like this whole this friendship group and like this tie of like the the pants or something and mm. i think they're so like um i think they're so kind of like wanting to well i think in the beginning at least carmen is like wanting to make it work and like yeah wanting to like for them to come back to something or something like that um but i also think like this would be the perfect coming of age thing because they literally are transitioning from gu- like girls Agreed. to women to like yeah like college students and like like figuring out and like dating as like older women i think um yeah is is really interesting um yeah so i think they're just literally trying to figure themselves out and even like with tibby like the like the whole being pregnant thing that's such a mature theme to like put in a film like this which is i guess intended for like teenagers but like yeah her figuring out like whether that she wants a family and why she doesn't want a family and why she yeah. doesn't want to go down that road um i think it's just so important and yeah i i think like we like basically look onto them exploring these different things and like um but at the same time, like wanting to be as close as ever. And I yeah. think that it happens to all of us. And mm-hmm. like, 
100%. that's why they go on that holiday at the end yeah exactly um they kind of make up for lost time at the end and like mm. spend the last of that summer together before they kind of move on to their new lives yeah um yeah so i would agree with you i think like I think this is just another fragment of their female, like their relationship, like in terms of going from teenager to adults and like, yeah, like probably I think after this, what I would assume is after this movie ended, I reckon they'd got now beyond their final year at university mm. or college. Yeah. 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 No, I, yeah, I completely agree. And yeah, we, uh, yeah, it's just never them navigating or trying to navigate at all. I did, um, fee, I did want to just kind of piggyback off what you said about Tibby and, um, mm. obviously her having the pregnancy scare. With her relationship mm. with Brian, did you think that was a healthy dynamic? Like just the whole thing from no, beginning? No, I don't. I don't think they're compatible. Like, I don't really think find them being compatible with one another. I don't know if that was just me or like everyone was probably thinking this, but like, I don't, I don't know what kind of man Tibby should have. Like, it's really mm. weird. Maybe Tibby's like not even straight. Maybe in the next sequel, like she's probably like bi or she's like she comes out. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't see Tibby with a man. Oh, really? It's really weird. Yeah, I don't know why. Um, I mean, th- that might happen. But yeah, I mean, maybe I think I see her like with someone that is like her. Like edgy and like... Because I don't think that like... I don't think she'd want someone like really submissive. Like who can be submissed and like pushover type kind of person. Because I feel like she wouldn't... She'd get bored of that if I... W- I don't know. That makes yeah, sense. I felt like their relationship seemed a bit... It seemed forced. I, there was something about yeah. it that just seemed false. I mean, I liked Brian as a character and I liked Tibby mm-hmm. as a character, but I just, I didn't see the chemistry. I think that's what it is. I didn't yeah. see the chemistry. Yeah. And I I would yeah. see her more with a guy that's, um, that isn't so, yeah, I guess just like you said, like a pushover, that isn't so easy, that wouldn't so easily give up and yeah would be quite quite a strong presence mm-hmm. in her life but i yeah. thought brian was quite passive yeah same and i don't think like also he i feel like didn't know what to do and like he i mean obviously not that like he like the man should know what to do but like obviously because it's the woman's mm. she can do whatever she wants um but i think he was like again he was very like spacey in some ways where he should have been more dom- mm. like not dominating that's a wrong word to use but he should have been more kind of um firm and like i'm trying to yeah. I'm, I'm using wrong words but what i mean is like he should be kind of strong enough for both i them, get I you guess. Yeah. Yeah. Them, I guess. yeah 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 um so like be able to kind of make a case for himself rather than yeah okay yeah i'll just leave kind of yeah. thing yeah exactly and what about the relationship between Costas and Lena. See, I said this. How last did you episode. feel about I really that? I don't like them. As, I don't know. I don't see the chemistry. Oh yes, you did. So, yeah, you did. Yeah. I like their. Chem- I mean, I like their chemistry compared to Tibby and. Um, yeah, I think I like them in this yeah. movie now. Now that I think about it, but also I, I don't know. There's just some, something really weird about the like Costas. Yeah. Really. I, 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 yeah. Like Aww. the whole thing about like you know when. 
his marriage gets annulled and he just comes back like running mm-hmm. to her and like just thinks that she's like single and like can just be there yeah yeah ready for him basically um I think that was a bit like really like you guys mm. live in two different countries like come on she's definitely moved on and also I really like the chemistry between her and um what's his name Jesse Williams is it is that his name Jesse mm. Williams' character his character yeah is that his name I forgot his name and yeah that's his name I forgot his name in the movie though uh Leo oh yeah, yeah so I really like their chemistry yeah. I would have loved to see how that would have like panned out rather than him her and Costas I think yeah I wish she would have just stuck with Leo but yeah. I yeah. guess it's like a cutesy movie that and also Costas is like don't they have like family like like rivalry and of, like they're like feuds yeah yeah, family feuds, yeah. yeah. so the grand like the people and like the her family are never gonna approve of him like fully whereas i think i think they would approve of leah yeah yeah um and i think the last one is ian and carmen oh yes yeah ian yeah. and carmen um i mean i like i i just didn't really see th- the chemistry but i like that she found love like yeah yeah, because yeah in the first movie we don't see any kind of love interest at all for her so i like that she found love and um you know i feel like the typical girl that he would go you you know you would imagine he would go with would would be julia who's like tall and like kind of like model Mm. a model looking actress and she's she's you think she's kind of his match and he was like no like i like mm. you carmen but i don't so, see a chemistry between them two i think they picked up yeah i don't I th- yeah yeah no i don't see the chemistry did not see the chemistry whatsoever do you think no. that it's probably hindered because we've watched superstore and ben feldman and america ferrera's chemistry is like off the charts like Jonah yeah. and amy I reckon Ben Feldman would be a really good Ian. Do you think? Back in the day. Oh my. Okay, this is why you need to watch The Perfect Man because Ben Feldman is in The Perfect Man. He's with Hilary Duff and. Mm. Yeah, he's like a high school kid kind of thing in that movie. Um, Actually, I don't know who else would like look really good with America Ferrer. Yeah, I just think this. Not the guy from Ugly Face. Daniel. Really yeah, like no. I really didn't I like didn't him. I didn't see it. I didn't. It doesn't have to be Latin. I think it has to, it could be It's English. so funny cuz I was watching the day before I watched um this movie. I was watching um Jane the Virgin mm. for the first time. Oh god. Oh, have you god. seen it? Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen it. And the priest is the priest in the move in Jane the Virgin is Ugly Betty's dad <laughs> in in Ugly Betty. The priest yeah so jane and michael you know when they decide to get married this is like first season one they decide to get married so they go to the church and they're like talking to the father and then he's like oh is your because obviously she says she kissed Raphael, and then the priest is like oh but has there been any physical contact since and she's like she hesitates and he's like "Uh, (laughs) what's going on but yeah, it's the, the, yeah. yeah, the priest or the fa- the father plays J um plays Ugly Betty's dad. She had a lot of like um uh what's it called? She had a lot of um what's it called? Like 
love interest on Ugly Betty, I think. I know she had a, like a guy that really? had glasses. I f- Henry, that was his name. There was a guy called Henry. Yeah, I can't remember who it was. They were a nice match. I think, obviously, because I'm biased. Yeah. yeah. I reckon, I feel like, Ben Feldman. I think, just because... I do like their chemistry on Superstore. I prefer look good together. Sometimes I call it Cloud Nine. (laughs) Cloud Nine. Who else is in Cloud Nine? That that would look really good with America Ferrara. There's that really ditzy guy. Marcus. Do you know? Do you know who I'm talking? I don't. No. Is it Marcus? Bell. No, not Marcus. Come on. Is it the white dude who works in the warehouse? Yeah. Yeah. yeah Marcus. Oh. Is he not a good so. fit? I think he'd be a decent fit. Mm, not in like. Mm, I'm trying to think of like in this context. He, someone who does like Shakespeare really well. And why can I only think of um, Jane the Virgin characters? Oh my god, do you know there's this guy in Men Back, the second film? Yeah, the that's that Men in Black. Out, not the second one, but the one that came out. Not Men in Black. Why am I thinking of Men in Black? What's the Will Smith one? Oh, Bad Boys. Bad yeah. Boys. So well, not even close. Movie, um, Bad Boys 2, which were. Bad Boys for Life. So there's this guy in that movie, and I think he would like look really good with America Ferrera. He's like the villain. Oh, the one that plays Will Smith. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh his name is Jacob. Sis. I can't even pronounce that. Oh, and he's an English actor, so he could also do Shakespeare well. <laughs> wow. Anyways, moving on. Yes. So I think is it the men that put um, how men are portrayed now? Um. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Do you want me to go? Yeah. Go ahead. Go for it. Um. I mean, I think because we mentioned kind of Costas, I feel like mm. like we mentioned Costas was like a really overtly like hypothetical, stereotypical like representation of a Greek person. Yeah. And that always throws me off when people do that. Um especially because he's not a Greek person in real life. When like I feel like they could have literally just hired somebody who was or hired a Greek actor. Yeah. And made their lives. Maybe easier. then the chemistry would be organic. Um so that always throws me off. Um but yeah I think I, I didn't like Costas in this movie as well because I just the whole thing of like him being like oh I got married but oh wait it got annulled so like let, we can be together I just think that was so phony and yeah so, I like, d- selfish of him to do that yeah especially when he's in another when when Lena's in another relationship obviously she he doesn't know that mm. um and yeah and I think that's also one point where I got really annoyed is because like her friends were basically like pushing her to Costas but like they didn't recognize the fact that like he broke her heart and like she probably doesn't want to go into that relationship again because it was really like toxic for her or like mm-hmm. horrible for her or like one-sided um so yeah I, that's why I, I I didn't like and I would have really have loved to see how it would have panned out with Leo because I think Same. I really like their chemistry like I think their chemistry was really nice yeah um I, I think agree. I liked Leo as as a male character. I agree, I agree. Um, 
the the um the one male um the one relationship I wanted to talk about was um Bridget's dad. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah, fact yeah, that true. like the whole time we feel like it, it well it seems like he's very closed off. He's very mm-hmm. distant from his daughter. He um like you can see that they don't really have much to talk about it's it's there's some awkwardness in their relation well there's a lot of awkwardness in their relationship and there's a lot of stuff that it hasn't been spoken it's like she's got ideas of what you know how he was towards her mum and he's mm-hmm. got like he's just kind of like feels it seems like he's just suppressing his emotions and he's not really coming out with what he really wants to say yeah, and definitely. Yeah, I love that because in the last movie, I remember saying, "Oh, I wish we'd see we've we'd seen them like resolve their issues," and I yeah. I love that this time they focused on that and they actually showed they dived a bit more into their relationship and we see her yeah. um come to accept that he did actually love her mum, he did really try to help her through all that she was going through, and we see yeah. them kind of come back together and um. Um, put their you know any differences they had aside so yeah I like that yeah I just one thing I think I just want to touch upon is I didn't think it was necessary to bring the whole grandma trope in same just to fix their relationship like I thought that was for me I felt like it was such a pointless part of the story and like they could have done so much more with Bridget's character but obviously because of the grandma story it was so restricting and I feel like they just didn't need that trope to like work out like her and her dad's relationship i think yeah i don't know it was was kind of ridiculous for me yeah Yeah, i thought yeah i just yeah it wasn't necessary it wasn't necessary well she goes to see her for like what two three days or something and and then she comes back yeah she has like a nightmare and her grandma's like oh no you're dead like we try to help her and it's just kind of like oh okay yeah it definitely could have done without it yeah exactly um, I mean, I think now I think this just brings us to the ratings. The ratings, um, yes. So, Belle, without further ado, if you'd like to go first, <sighs> fee. I give this, I give this a two. Oh my god, really? I get. I think I gave the first film a four, mm. but I'd give this a two if if that. I feel like I'm I'm being yeah. I'd give it a two. Yeah. I think a two's decent. Um, yeah. I think I I liked that we um, they they explore obviously I've mentioned this already they explored um, Bridget and her dad's relationship and they didn't kind of leave it like a, as an open ended question with like no resolution. Yeah. Um, I also liked um, I'm trying to think what else did I like. <laughs> I'm, it's I'm so like... hard because I really didn't like this movie. <laughs> I mean, I like the fact that, like, the locations that we saw them kind of, like, you know, travel around the world. And I, Mm -hmm. okay, so I also like the ending because I thought it was very realistic that the the pants go missing. And if they found it, I would have thought it was very unrealistic. Yeah. But I like that they didn't find it, but we, and we kind of see that it's, you know, they don't need the pants anymore to kind of hold them together. It's just kind of like we're growing up now we don't even need the pants anymore let's just kind of let it go and you know let our friendship blossom into you know whatever has you know whatever season awaits us in the future kind of thing Mm 
by the way, how annoying is that? I would kill my sister if you did something. Oh my gosh. I would literally kill her. I'd like, why? And also, I think Lucy Hale's character is really annoying in this movie. She is. Like, I think she is supposed to be that annoying little sister. But yeah. She's she does it well. Movie. She plays it well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I think I would give it a 1.5. Okay. Oh, look at you using decimals. Guys, if you haven't listened to any of our previous episodes, I always use decimals and Fee is like stealing it. (laughs) No, I don't mind decimals. I just mind when you do add another decimal point. So when you do (laughs) 1.52, it doesn't make sense. I don't don't see. She's exaggerating. I would say 1.5 because Mm. I really liked Lena and Leo's Mm-hmm. Uh, relationship and I would have loved to see where it went yeah and I really liked the fact that they all got together in the end and like spent summer in the end yeah because yeah I feel like that's what this movie was supposed to capture but it did not um yeah I wasn't keen and, on it no yeah that's why I think our ratings went so down because the first one is like so heavily like revolving around these four friendships and yeah. then it just kind of deteriorates with the second yeah. like it's just kind of like, oh, okay, we just made it for the sake of it. Um, and yeah, I think I'm trying to think of if there's any other point I like. No, I think Ian and Carmen, that point was, plot was useless. Bridget yep. was, bless her. She was a really good character in this movie, but like her storyline was tragic. Um, Tibby's, Tibby I, was good, but I think, again, like Brian. Mm-mm. Yeah, Brian. McFarlane. Yeah. So I'm going to give it a 1.5 out of 5, ladies and gents. I think that's one of my lowest ratings. Yeah. I'm usually, I feel, am I usually the harsh one? Sorry? <laughs> am I usually the one that's yeah, harsher? I think you are, when yeah. When it comes to rating. Also, this movie was, like, so long. Yeah, it. I mean, it did not need to be two hours. And, you know, when you talked about how the scene with the grandma, mm. that was what, like, I'm sure like 20 minutes to half an hour. Yeah, well, maybe yeah, like 20 yeah. minutes. Yeah. That they could have cut out. Yeah, I get Yeah. Yeah. Well, there we go, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. There, there we go. Yeah. I think that's about it. Do we have anything yeah, else? I'm just trying to... Yeah, I think that's it. I think we can... Um, so, we're not going to give away next week's movie because I can't remember mm. what next week's movie is. Um, <laughs> but I think we're going to bid adieu yes we are yep so you can um follow us on at flick talk pod thank you for listening first of all you can follow us at flick talk pod on twitter and instagram um you can email us at flick talk podcast the number one at gmail.com and all our information is usually sent out on like the social media and the tweets and stuff and always you can find us on our acast website um we're always on apple as well um spotify has some of our episodes um and yeah we can basically be found at any podcasting platform available thank you very much for joining us once again guys and we appreciate all your support over the past few months we've hit our um our six month mark so yeah it's been six months oh my god it's been so we do appreciate you all so much and thank you that you yeah that you continue to tune you in for week after week we've got some faithful followers so we appreciate you yeah. all mm-hmm. thank you for downloading um 
yeah and thank you for all the love um and we'll see you we'll see you next week guys yeah um and with that take take care. care see you Bye. Bye. <laughs>